Shit. Forgot to have the drops pulled up. Damn it. You know, you get everything fixed and you still miss something. Welcome to Deerfield, where somehow everything graphically is screwed up. I am your host at Beerfield Hop, Chris Hopper. As always, joined by at Ryan Miner underscore FFB at Beerfield3. Uh, gentlemen, how are you? Doing good. My son's one game away. After this, we have the playoffs starting for him, so he's all excited about that. So life is going on good. Football season still carries on. Very nice, Dan. You there? Did we lose you again? Did you mute yourself? I bet he muted himself. I did right. not. Oh. Nope. No. Wait. Wait. You're here. I'm here now. God damn. I fu- Look at this. Look at us. No, I'm doing good. Chris, uh, Casey's been a blast. I almost went to the game. I, I had uh, a stub up open for like two hours, three, four hours trying to get. Who just scored? I mean, good Kansas deals. City, but uh, Tony That was Tony. Hey, look at that. He's two receiving a yards now. And a touchdown. <laughs> and a touchdown. Two receptions, eight yards. Yep. And a touchdown. All right. Normal Thursday night football check in because we do record on Thursday nights. It is about to be. About to be damn ball. Ten nothing Chiefs. Chiefs against the Broncos. So we won't be talking about that tonight. We'll be talking about the rest of the week five games or week six games. Sorry. Um, the upcoming trade deadline. Any trades we might have had in leagues to discuss as normal. And then quick preview of the upcoming week before we do that. We're drinking beer. Beer. What's fueling beer fueled? Okay, Ryan, what IPA are you drinking? How did you know? Ninety-eight <laughs> percent chance. I am drinking Drafting Tables Brewing Company's uh, Resolute India Pale Ale. Nice. That's it. It's got some pretty. Neat... I can get. Oh, nope. Yep, I can do like that. Can art like that. A really big hop. Yeah, it's a sixteen ounce can. So I'm now the second biggest hop on this screen. <laughs> there you go and it says enjoy fresh from a glass keep cold do not age so i have uh-huh. it in a glass Ooh, good call it Fancy. gave me the instructions it gave me the instructions so i could not screw it up tonight even told you what to do yeah this fucker needs to warm up some dan what are you drinking tonight i so i was doing a tasting before this at a local uh liquor store here and I stopped by a brewery called BTS Artisan's Ale and checked to see what the BTS stands for. But um, they're, you know, they're more of your modern style. And I grabbed their English mild because I really wasn't feeling um, the 6,000 IPAs they had on draft. 
So the English problem was fantastic. So I wanted to grab their their European style pilsner. I try. <laughs> I flipped the can to show you guys the picture, and of course, I don't have any fucking camera. But yeah. <laughs> oh wait, wait. Oh, I had a camera. Sorry, but no. Yeah. So I'm drinking uh, BTS Artist Nails out of I was like out of Kansas City, Missouri. Uh, they're European style pilsner. Nice. And Papro, how about you? Um, I am drinking from Stubborn German Brewing Company in Waterloo, Illinois. Uh, I went to the cellar for this. This is from their black beer can from their Black Beer Friday stuff last year. So they released a bunch of barrel aged and black beers and put all black beers on every tap they have on Black Friday. Um, this is their chocolate vanilla bourbon stout. So this is aged in bourbon barrels. Uh, about a year, freshly dumped. Don't know what kind, didn't ask, but vanilla beans and cocoa nibs in this one along with the bourbon barrel. So um, review about halfway through. This has been cellared for, well, it's been in my hands since January. So I've had it for about nine months. Nice. Very nice. Yep. And stouts you can do that with. More on that about halfway through the episode. Let's go ahead and get into the news. All right, starting off, Chase Claypool traded from the Bears to the Dolphins for a swap of late-round draft picks. I believe that's a uh, Bears get a six, Dolphins get their seventh. So uh, cutting their losses after that first rounder last year, Claypool never worked out for them. Same things that cropped up in Pittsburgh, cropped up in Chicago, and we'll see what happens in Miami. Okay. That's how much we care. I think yeah, I, mean, I think a... uh, someone put on Twitter that Hill said that he moved like a school bus. <laughs> I saw a vending machine. Yeah, yeah, that's what. I, yeah, 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 vending machine. I'm like Jesus. So I'm compared to a vending machine. Did you see? Speaking of the Dolphins, did you oh, see dude, you, yes, Mike White, Mike McDaniels, Mike White, Mike, yeah, yes, McDaniel's comments on Mike White. I mean, those comments and then his comments on the five game. Or in his five game streak. Oh. He's a national treasure. We gotta protect him. We gotta protect him at all counts. Yeah, the that was our, our whole goal this year was statistical output through five games. <laughs> and uh the whole I could have Mike White out there returning punts in practice. <laughs> and Mike White he was like uh ouch. Ouch. <laughs> <laughs> we're like even even McDaniel knows he's unathletic as hell. Oh, it's oh man. I love him. He's the greatest. He is. He really is. I want that to never end. Uh, Tank Dell not practicing due to a concussion. Okay. okay. Probably. He's probably out this week. Yeah. Which sucks. More Bobby Trees, I guess. I guess. Or maybe more Mechie if we're lucky, but probably not. Amon Ross St. Brown, full participant. Uh, this is like the Lions section of this, by the way. Amon Ross St. Brown, full participant. Jameer Gibbs, Sam Laporta, not practicing. So, uh, Dave Montgomery will look at RB1 duties again this week, which you're totally fine with because he's been really good. Uh, Sam Laporta, though, you are losing one of the must-start tight ends in the league right now. 
So and there's not a lot of he doesn't play. No, there's not. Now, if he caught it soon enough, Dolchik was activated from IR, so that kind of helps. But they're playing right now, so you're not getting that from this show. We'll have uh, another option for you here later. Sean Watson not practicing on Thursday despite being medically cleared allegedly. So what what's up with this? Like what what's the injury here? Because apparently MRI show no structural damage and he's medically cleared, but he's not for at least two reports that I saw, but he's not practicing. Hey, there you are. Um hey Dan. Hey, hey uh 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 I mean it's real choppy because you're on hotel Wi-Fi, but there you are. I'm here. My eyes super choppy. Go oh, ahead. Yeah. That's okay. Turn. I just turned it off. I'm gonna turn it off. It's good to see you for a second. You know, yeah. You got to give the people what they want. That's right. Which is so. Have you guys <laughs> heard like what's up with this Watson stuff? It's. I think he is hurt. I also think he he just doesn't want to play there, like the fan base. Outside of like the real creepy men and like older women just haven't embraced them. No, they shocking. They haven't. He hasn't played all that well. I don't think the offensive yeah. style is a good fit, but he's locked in there for 230 million. And I don't think anybody's biting on a trade for that. I I think we finally have a trade worse than the Herschel Walker trade in NFL yeah. history. There there is nothing ever made sense in this deal. The amount of picks they gave, the guaranteed money. Yeah. As I said, they doubled down on it with guaranteed money. Like, in fully guaranteed. It's just everything. Everything about that deal. And you know what? Fuck them. Fuck good. Fuck them. That's what they they get. Trying to do that. Well, what's going to happen here is it's going to be cheaper to fire Stefanski and try to at least fix the infrastructure that way because guess what browns fans you're stuck with Deshaun for three more years at 15 million a year yeah yeah yeah. yep and as soon as everyone is washed away from this situation including haslam haslam himself i will always say fuck you cleveland that dirty grimy fuck the dead cap on this deal is freaking insane where they to cut him it's Mm -hmm. hilariously insane that team is like like that's the greatest like that's worse and then Cleveland leading, then Art Modell selling to Baltimore, and Baltimore went in a Super Bowl four years later. Right. <laughs> it's worse. Ah, fuck him. It's worse than that Claypool for a first trade. Oh, my God. And, By a lot. And, that, and pick 32 being yeah. Joey Porter, who's having a pretty great pretty start great to his career. Yep. Yeah. Hell of a trade for uh, the Steelers on that one. Because it was between them and Green Bay, and they were like, well, the Bears suck, so we'll just take theirs because we know there's going to be the top of the second round, not the back end. Another or the back end. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ, Mahomes is a flag, though. Indeed. All I right. think maybe the Chiefs will trade for Judy. They need a receiver. Uh, at halftime? Well, I was thinking <laughs> that, but I don't think... in its jersey to halftime. <laughs> I don't think... Uh, I we'll don't take think you. Denver will trade him in division. But I, you know what? I really hate we're gonna talk that about whole this. idea now. I like, yeah. I really hate like people thinking that trading within your division is like, like the worst fucking thing in the world. It's a baseball mindset. We'll talk about this all in a minute, though. I got trade deadlines yeah. in the meat of this episode. So hold, hold your thoughts there. 
Hold thoughts. Hold your thoughts. Don't lose them. I won't. Miles Sandler. Sand, Sandler. <laughs> Miles Sanders sidelined with a shoulder issue. Saquon Barkley practicing, trending towards playing. So talk about Sanders for just a second. Um, so for Miles Sanders, not a great start to his season. He's been playing through a groin injury. This will open up Chuba Hubbard, who also has not looked fantastic. So just oh, the whole Panthers team have, has not looked fantastic. Well, that's true. And I'm happy for that, by the way. I really am. I'm sh- I'm sure you are. I mean, I'm also rooting for my own team that I ever looked fantastic, but here we are. Here we are. Can't wait for Sunday. We get to root duel for losses. That was a arm punt of an interception, but there's a play. It's going to be funny. I'm going to be rooting for Justin Fields to, uh, to DJ Moore over our, our beat up secondary. Yeah. And hopefully Addison is actually healthy because that game is a sneaky shootout, but more on that later. Yeah, no, I, I've got it flagged as such. More on that later. Saquon Barkley practicing, trending towards playing. They could really use him, but he could also find himself on the move before the end of the month. More on that later. Daniel Jones not practicing with a neck injury. Terod Taylor is likely in line to start. Uh, Khalil Herbert missing multiple weeks with an ankle injury while Roshan Johnson still missing time with a concussion. That means Deonta Foreman's in line to start. Foreman probably an RB2 this week. Uh, yeah, sounds- because it's getting that bad. It's it, And I heard that, was it, uh, Travis Homer and the other guy is not going to play either. Like it, 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 yeah. it looks like it's going to be Deonta Foreman and a practice squad guy. Which I don't even know who their practice squad running back is. Hold on. I oh, they had a... somebody. No, it's the. I think it yeah. might be the rookie from last year that they didn't. Ebner? Tristan Ebner. Yeah. Tristan Ebner. Yeah. Yeah. Let me look. Because it very well could be Ebner. Well, they've got a second fullback because you got to have the second fullback. I mean, you got to. No. You have to. Ebner. Nope. Darrington Evans. He's healthy. Yeah. Good for, good for him. And on the roster, so it'll be Foreman and Darrington Evans, which is probably better than Kari Blassenier. Dude, we're about to get like 85. We're, we're about, we're about to get, get like pass. 85, 90 pass attempts from these teams because they ain't no one running the fucking football. That's probably, well, Fields. True. That's but probably, he'll, he'll be the only one. It's going to be him and Madison. Yeah, <laughs> Foreman will get some run. Foreman's been good in pinch hit duty. I'm not worried about that. But he'll be fine. He, he'll get, he's a got three, he'll get a lot of run. He's got three down capabilities, so I'm I'm all for him. I picked him up in one of my leagues. People gave me shit because I was like, like you know, if Roshan Johnson's available, get him. But Deontay no. Foreman, if he's there and you need Roshan's a running back. Roshan's not even like, practicing. He's not going to play. up. I can tell people to spend up on him. Like, oh, my God, I can't believe you say spend up. What a waste. I'm like, no. well, I, if you need a running back, a win's a win, you know? Then and I'm a, we need him right now. But I'm a firm believer that Roshan's role is Roshan's role. With if Herbert's down, Foreman's the his direct backup. I think Roshan's role is just Roshan's role. Yeah, personally, you don't sign Foreman for him to not be at least cuffing like that. I mean, he hasn't played since week one, so he's been hurt. Yeah, he has. I've been yeah. like he's he's been healthy scratches since like week two. I thought. Mm, I thought he was hurt. Let me double check that. We're we talking about Roshan? No, no well, Foreman. Uh, uh, Foreman. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, he no, he was healthy and active last week. I think he's I been think... healthy and active since week two. 
I think played week one, and maybe so, but you don't. Yeah, maybe they just no, no, yeah, didn't need him if. Yeah, he was healthy and active. Maybe they just didn't need him with. Um, Herbert going. He doesn't play special teams. That's what Homer is there for. Special teams. So true. You're gonna have him active and. If Roshan's going to be active and Herbert's going to be active, then you're going to deactivate the back that doesn't play special teams, and now you need him. So yep, yep. he'll be fine. He's been he'll in be that, he's been in that situation before and shown out. So I think he's an RB two this week for sure, especially in this matchup. Oh yeah, I like it. Uh, Miami plays uh, HN Devin HN on IR with an injury. Uh, while Jeff Wilson is likely to return this week. So uh, Carousel backs in Miami, Mostert right back into some prominence. But Jeff, Jeff Wilson should be rostered Bro, right now. Jeff Wilson's going two tutties on like 20 yards. Going yeah. to know. No. Every week, every game he, he like he comes into randomly, mm-hmm. two fucking touchdowns. Yeah. Live, I'm telling you, right? I'm telling to our 62 listeners. We got two on right now. down. Put two, put money on two plus. You're one of uh, touchdowns for Jeff Wilson, and Dan's probably okay. the other one. Hold on, Dan's that one. Dan's that one. <laughs> no, we have two real people outside oh, of us. Nice. These aren't dance. my alter egos. I have real people. Uh, Anthony Richardson placed on IR shoulder injury. It's a C joint. Gardner Minshew is going to start. One of the better backups in the league. So, um, it's actually a little bit, probably a little bit of a bump. For Colts receivers, be interesting to see, particularly with tight ends, what happens there. Jonathan Taylor is also sp- expected to be ramped up, so um, the offense will definitely look different. Minshew is not going to rush, as we've seen nearly in the way that Richardson would. So, expect more of a pocket passer role, but it's actually decent news for for wide for the wide receiver bunch. Yeah, it's going to be a uh, uh, gunslinging it now, so now I have to worry about the Anthony Richardson stealing the rushing touchdowns. Jonathan Taylor should be coming back with this, and this should really benefit uh, Michael Pittman and Josh Downs. I agree. And I'm really thinking that you're going to see one of those tight ends hit streamer status, at least until Richardson's back, too. I don't know if it'll be Granton or or who, but I re- think you'll see one of them. hope so. Because the way that what they're saying with this injury, it's going to be minimum four weeks. I've heard as little as six, but as most as eight. Yeah. yeah I mean, AC joints, a lot of times are about pain tolerance, really, but the mobility portion of it as well. That's why sometimes you see people play through them. Sometimes you see them miss four to six weeks, and it really just depends. I mean, it sounds like, I mean, he's missing that time frame, and now there's reports that it could be if he needs surgery, he's obviously going to be out for eight plus weeks and could be, you know, End of season, and you know, you know, if the Colts are are not in playoff contention by the time he could be coming back, yeah, they well, they'll let him sit the rest of the year more than likely. And he was injured yeah, but, something in college too, wasn't he? Uh, yeah, I don't or, was he, or, was he just, or was he just benched a good amount? No, he, no, he was borderline benched almost a good amount, but never did. Now he's just lighting up the fantasy points. In the two and a half games he's played. Yep. Let's see. Mm. 
thigh, hamstring strain, meniscus tear, uh, concussion, concussion. This is why I have a hard time. Like this is why I had a hard time drafting Anthony AC Richardson and Superflex, just because it, of knowing this could happen. Twenty twenty one, he had hamstring strain, a meniscus tear, and concussion. All like within several weeks of each other, and yeah, that's that's what you worry about with that style of play, right? And you know, we've seen with Jackson that that's been a little bit of a concern. Not so much with Fields, thankfully, um, yet. But hey, you know, now with Richardson, you've got a start like that, and you just you. This is what you worry about, right? Is I mean, for Lamar, it was. His last injury was from in the pocket, and his yeah. first one was on a was on a slide. Again, I I really hate the notion that mobile quarterbacks have these freak lawn injuries more. They make it hurt and I think hurt contact, a little bit more, but you know, non-contact, non-contact, like contact wears your body down yeah. there. So I mean, what's the it's, cumulative effect of all the contact that they're taking, even if the play that leads to the injury yeah. is ultimately non-contact. It's them it's them needing to protect their bodies more. It's them needing to slide more. It's them needing to duck out of bounds. It's you know I take right. cues from Mahomes and Alan. It's being and smart. You can use the yeah, athleticism but play play smart. Yeah. And that's what I mean by you worry about that style. I don't mean running quarterbacks. I mean quarterbacks that don't shy away from contact. Yeah. As Mahomes dives head first <laughs> into the middle of the field on a because run. they take a solid <laughs> amount of contact in the pocket anyway. Yeah, they do, and and, and, it, and it like it's 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 just unfortunate, you know, for for Rich. You know, it's going to be yeah. And I don't think he's going to play for most of the year. I think no, and I think this he, is longer than four weeks, six weeks for sure. Yeah, and you just hope that he can shake the the early injury bugs that he's had, and you know. He'll be told to sign because just protect yourself, but don't be Cam Newton. Shown to be excessively talented, but yeah, he's gonna have to learn to protect himself a little bit more. Yeah. Uh Cardinals place James Conner on IR. Speaking of positions that take a lot of contact, people yeah. that run footballs. Uh Amare DiMarcado, DiMarcado is gonna take lead back duties. Uh don't know a lot about Shanti Ingram is still listed as the starter, whatever that's worth. DiMarcado. Yeah. This, this, yeah, this is what they listed it. It's going to be yesterday. a hot hand. It's going to be a hot hand approach. Let's be clear. Yeah. But in- Ingerman has, has a neck injury. That's the reason why he was out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, he hasn't played for a couple games. I want to be, be back Ingram this week. Because I want to see Ingram get a shot. But same here. You know? Yeah. Mercado got, because Ingram was out last week, got the carries. They'll go a hot hand approach, and thing is, everyone's gonna run out and grab Di Mercado. So go grab Ingram if you got a turn spot. He's the right. one that probably got dropped for said running back. Yep, and he's a guy that we really liked. He just he he, he was in the same tier as Rashad White for a lot of us, and it's just White landed in a starting gig this year. Yep, and also got draft capital. Mm-hmm. Yep. Where was I? Austin Eckler back at practice after a multi-week absence. That was pretty expected after the bye week. Uh, Minnesota plays wide receiver Justin Jefferson on IR with a hamstring injury. Addison will be healthy, but fire up your KJ Osborne's. And your Addison's. (laughs) 
Uh, sneaky deep league ad is Brandon Powell. Yeah, fire up your four KJ catches. <laughs> Dude, Osborne has been dog shit, but yes, fire up your KJ Osborne. Yeah. I, I it's what I touted him, and he has looked terrible. Yeah, but he's been good when he, he's been good when he's been forced to take more of a role, like he had to for Thielen last year. So I mean, he's been the he's had he's been the he's number all two right. all year. Like it's it's more so. I think he'll have his production for fantasy, which is obviously what this show's about. Especially like it's been very fuck, yeah, it's been very frustrating to watch him. Like he, he had the game tying touchdown against the Chiefs and he ducked his head because he turned his body around a half a second too late. And he got scared of the football coming at its hands. The Bears <laughs> That's the type of shit we're dealing with right now with them. He's <laughs> playing the Bears though, who I'm pretty sure is starting at cornerback, the guy that served me my bagel last week at Panera. So could have been. You know what? He might he might be pretty good against KJ. Just you know, just put your hands on him at the line. Yeah, be the bagel guy. <laughs> just give him a hot fresh bagel. He'll get distracted. Yeah. Look him in the eyes and say, "I need some smear on this, please." <laughs> Look him in the eyes. <laughs> I am the captain now. <laughs> uh, actually, now I want to go. Look. Hold on. Who? <laughs> Look up who. KJ. Oh, okay. Nine targets last week. He's been getting a lot of targets. He just hasn't turned them into a lot of catches, a lot of yards. Or he had six the first two games, then he got nothing, but he had nine last week. It's, uh, I mean, it's yeah. Fun. He has to spared moments. I have him in a lot of lineups this week because he's going to be thrusted back into an 85% snapshot roll, run a bunch of routes. In a game yep. that I think is going to be high scoring. Yeah, so. A couple big games last year under the scenarios, including one against Chicago. So, yep. I, I like him a lot this week. He's a week to week, obviously. You're not going to plug him in and start him every week, but this week is a start. He's going oh, yeah. for two touchdowns now. Yeah, Who, Addison? Guy. No, no, no. Osborne. Osborne's going for are two tutties now. Are you kidding me? My guys have not traditionally done well. Well, it's been, I'm about 50 50. I had, <laughs> I called Johnny. Smith when they played in London that ended up pretty well I called Zach Wilson last week who did have his best game of the year but not necessarily super fantasy relevant so yeah Yeah, we'll see we'll see Rams traded Van Jefferson to the Falcons and swap swap late round picks I think the ham sandwich that should have been involved in this deal would have had more value yeah they're like oh look we can like Desmond can throw the ball and we can actually get positive yardage where are you gonna put Van? You have the bench. London and Holland's outside the benches. Yeah, right. yeah. They don't you even throw to London. They like Pitts had his best game of his career. Felt like last they, week. They got Jono at tight end. Yeah, he's a more it's traditional end line. At least they Pitts they use properly. Yeah, but they throw to he's him. Fucking, it's Arthur Smith. This oh, did you say that Pitts had his best game of the year last week? It was two, three targets, two receptions, and forty-four yards. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> it must have been two weeks ago. Then he had like a eight yeah, targets eight, eight, catch game. He had nine targets for forty-one yards two games ago. He had God seven. Damn for, it, where was it? Seven for eighty-seven was week. Oh no, I'm looking at this back. Never mind. That was last week. I'm I was going to say that that was last week. Yeah, I'm looking at it backwards. Christ. I forget this goes bottom to top. That was last week. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not going. But didn't Johnny Smith? But didn't Johnny Smith also have a big game last week? Yes. Yeah. Uh, and he had I, like I three big games. I thought his was like two weeks ago. No, Johnny's. I started. Yeah, last I thought Johnny's. 
He's been good the last few weeks. Johnny last week was six and seven for sixty-seven. I hate Fuck. Arthur Smith. They're both tight end ones. So fucking yeah. annoying. Because Johnny you, has no touch. He's gonna trade. He's he's gonna trade for Derrick Henry. I don't think Cal has any touchdowns. No, no, I think <laughs> he has one. Neither no one on that Titans. team. No, neither. Drake London. No, Drake London. Yeah, Drake London. Has, yeah. has one, I think. B. John Robinson. Two. And you said okay, they don't two. throw to London. He's had, he's had six or more targets it's, every game. Besides, yeah, I think week Besides one week was one. the donut. Yeah, I think week one was week the donut. one was the donut. He had just be he prepared. Was, he's going to trade for Derrick Henry. Arthur Smith is going to get for, back his boy. Six and nine for seventy-eight yards last week for. It was Desmond Ritter's best game of his career last week. Yeah, first 300-yard game. You can build on that. It's going to be great when uh, when Atlanta trades for Kirk Cousins and Ritter goes right back to the bench. We've got a solid matchup this week, too. It'll be fine. Sure. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. Sure. Atlanta. Atlanta's doing exactly what I used to complain about the Titans doing, and just Dude, I, I, I mean, it's Arthur Smith. It's yeah, yeah that's why like, it's, it's literally the same fucking yeah. head coach. And he's winning ugly. He is winning ugly. Yeah, and that's what the Titans used to do, and it would piss me off so badly because I'm like, this team should not be winning football. But at least games. All, but at least Tannehill was ultra efficient. Like, and they no, had, like they they use AJ Brown kind of. Buddy, I am talking pre Tannehill. Oh, pre. So this is the Mariota days. Yeah. Oh, God, that's right. When they had DeMarco Murray, yes. they wouldn't even use Derrick Henry. Yep. When they gave uh, Deion Lewis more more snaps and touches over him. Yep, and they were somehow a playoff team. I don't think. Oh, that's right, because they won a playoff game. It was against the Chiefs, right? It was a tip pass yeah. back to Mariota. The, yeah. Alex, the Alex Smith Chiefs. <laughs> oh, God. It was year that's one awesome. for us. I hated it. Hated every bit of it. All right, let's talk trade deadline because uh, that's coming up in two weeks. So, oh, crazy. Uh, who needs what? Who's available, et cetera, et cetera. We're going to start seeing rumors about this. And we started to see some of these pop up already this week, uh, especially at Denver, who's playing right now. Um, they're down 13 nothing. They lose tonight. You could be looking at them as sellers. And Jerry Judy is a pr- prime name that is mentioned, um, as well as Frank Clark, but going to try to keep this offensive focus. So, there are teams that need wide receivers. I, I think that there's no argument to that. There's teams in the playoff hunt that need wide receivers, and you know, you're kind of an early berth, but a lot of teams could use Jerry Judy. And the, yeah, Dan, back to your point, the first team that came to mind that needs wide receiver help is the Chiefs. But if there's any chance of an extension, I don't think I think teams are less willing to trade within their division. And yes, this is a baseball this is baseball mentality. We are seeing the NFL trade deadline start to play more like the MLB trade de- trade deadline though as well. And you know, it really comes down to what are the odds that that player gets extended because if you're trading away a talented player, not just trying to recoup draft capital, but you're trading away somebody that's talented versus them walking in the offseason for nothing, you don't want to find yourself in a situation where you're playing against that player multiple times a year is the logic behind that. And again, that's a lot of that's based on MLB logic where, you know, you, the trade deadlines in July, even, you know, but you yeah. don't, you don't want to be caught playing against a guy that has value. The idea of trading players on expiring contracts is you want to get something 
before they walk. It's not like a Chase Claypool situation where like I'm done with this guy. I'm just trying to get him for nothing, get something from him. That's the type of trade I think you would see in division. It's like just give me something, and I don't care where he goes. I just want something back for this guy. So I don't you, think that's where the Broncos are with Judy. Okay, so you don't because Judy hasn't. He's flash very little. He's flash. He's had his hundred yard games. He's had his you know two game stretches. I think. But he's woefully underperformed, obviously, due to injuries. He hasn't been on the field a lot, but availability is very important, especially a player that's going into into his his you know his fifth year and looking for that said pay. But I don't think he's going to the Chiefs, and not because of the end of the division. I, I I don't think the Chiefs like I don't think he's as good as what his you know profile is, and I don't know if he gets on the field immediately. Like the team that comes to mind for me would be maybe Dallas to pair up with with Lamb. And yeah, because Brandon Cooks hasn't really taken off, and they haven't really had anybody. They don't even use Brandon Cooks there. There's no. there's a lot of dysfunctionality with Dallas. Um, yeah, maybe like you, the most popular response has been Carolina, and and that's then, and then the Steve Smith video came out during pregame, him basically dog shitting the crap out of Judy, and he's telling. People were calling about him to not trade for him. Very weird energy. Very um, weird energy from Steve very, Smith. But it's you know, very weird. Yeah. The Carolina, I think they want somebody to pair with Bryce Young. They said they wanted a number one type of receiver to do that. He's on an expiring contract. He could go there and, you know, potentially end up with with an extension. So I do, you know, I, I definitely do see a world where that could make sense. Um, you know, and I think what it is, you look at the teams that are in playoff contention and you're like, okay, yeah, offensively, like a lot of these teams don't really need a lot. So, you know, I can see maybe Green Bay too, you know, it's, oh, they, that team needs more than, than just a wide receiver. They need, I don't think it's going to cost that much to get Judy in this case. So, right. The Broncos yeah, but, don't have much leverage at this point. No, no I, I, I wouldn't want him in Green Bay. I mean, I would. Love. I don't think Judy's very good anymore, so I'd be happy. I don't think Jordan him. Love's good. <laughs> well, I mean, that's per- no, that's I don't either. But if you're Green Bay, I don't think you're giving up draft picks for that. No, no, they they they're, they're, they're they have a heavy young receivers that they could maybe you know flip off of to get Judy in return. I mean, again, you know, former first round pick, we may mock it. You know, have. <laughs> The four years now down the line, he hasn't done much, but the NFL still, you know, covets those first round picks. I mean, Laquan Treadwell will still yeah. pop up. The Kill Harry still pops up. Yeah. Like, I mean, looking up and down, like even just the standings right now, right? It, it's, there's not a lot of teams that, that have glaring offensive needs. Like it's a buyer's market because there's not, a lot of competition, right? I mean, the Bills have said have long been in the market for an upgrade at wide receiver too. So maybe them. But he's not an upgrade. He's not an upgrade over Gabe Davis. It's only positive, I'll say. And I only said that so you'd say something <laughs> positive about Gabe Davis. So thank you for taking the day. You fell um, in my trap. <laughs> you activated my trap card. But you know, the wide receiver isn't the Jets' problem. They're you know they're pushing this year. The Dolphins have no need. The Chargers, maybe. Um, but I was going to say with inner division, so same thing. 
Like, if I'm staying away from that, you know, Ravens, probably not. Steelers, probably not. Jags, no. They're deep enough. Colts are deep enough. Houston and, ten- Houston and Tennessee don't. Maybe Bengals if Higgins is going to miss extended time. Higgins is just a rib injury, though, so I don't see him missing extended time. That's true. Um, Eagles don't need one. You mentioned the Cowboys. Sure. Commanders, I don't know if they're super pushing this year or not. I think it would be a mistake. They don't even use their top guys now. Fuck. No. It's, it's, Seahawks it's a nightmare don't need- to watch. Seahawks don't need one. Niners don't need one. Rams don't need one. Lions don't really need one, but maybe. No, they don't need them. Packers, you know, they're two and three. Do they see themselves as contenders? Maybe. Bucks don't need them. Falcons are three and two, but they just made a move for a wide receiver and they already don't play that style. Saints, yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's just. I mean, like. Just given his cost, I, I he could literally like I think they're I think he'll get moved. He could go he'll anywhere for day three team, picks. He could go anywhere at that point. And he could go anywhere for day three picks just for a team to get a look and see if they'd want to see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you can see that there's like that that enough opens up the doors. It's, it's I think he'll be traded for cheap. Maybe, you know, maybe two day three picks, you know, twenty four, twenty five, you know. Conditionals involved, maybe maybe one of them turns into a third, but yeah, it's. I think he'll be moved. It's just it's it's going to be some team that maybe we're not even thinking of too. Yep, he's going to Minnesota. Yeah, yep. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. what they need. Yeah, we need uh, more receivers. Jets are apparently in the market to move Michael Hardman. I don't see anybody buying that other than a depth. One of these six going or back seven to picks. What yeah. are these pick swaps wow. like we just saw for Claypool and Van? The Chiefs only want him because they already have enough Nicole Hardmans on that team already. Yeah, Chiefs need... They're, they're better off just cutting them. Chiefs need somebody that can make a difference, and I have some ideas there. Um, Panthers are going to be in the market for the wide receiver, but yeah, they... I mean, I really think that if somebody trades for Judy, especially on the Chiefs, it's probably them. It'd make the most sense, right? Like, if they feel like they can extract value. I don't yeah. think Ju- Judy never played with Bryce John, did he? It was two of uh, Mac Jones, right? Yeah, was, yes. Two, and right. Hurts, too, right? Hurts. Yeah. Yes, Hurts. Hurts, yes. two and Mac. That, that sounds right. Yeah, that yeah. does sound right. Yeah. Has to. Yep. He, he missed. I, I don't even Bryce. play. No, I don't think he played with Mac Jones. Unless Mac, you know, came in for a couple of series because Max was the starter in 2021. So he wouldn't have placed it like any significant time. But either way, like maybe yeah. that would be the most logical move for him. Yeah, you're right. The running really, backs are the ones where I think excitement could happen. It, it was Hurts and Tua, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Because Judy was there 17 through 19. 20. Yeah, he played 17 through 2020. No, 17 through the 2019 season, which started in 19, and 2020 would have been his draft 2020, class. yeah. You're right, you're right. So, uh, Mac Jones. He was on he, the team. He played 12 games in 2019. 141 right, attempts. He, that was the year that Tua blew up his ankle. Okay, okay. Is what happened. So he, yeah, that was the year Tua blew up his ankle. That's why. So he did have some time with Mac. 
And Patriots could be, right? They're I mean, the Patriots are another are another option here. Apparently Kraft is wrote a report today that he's pretty pissed off about their unwillingness to invest in in picks into wide receiver talent and that that worked with Brady, but it's not working with Matt Jones. And if they want to try to salvage anything, maybe they do play on that. I'm just reveling in New England's collapse. I'm sorry. I, I, I Belichick gets canned this year. If uh, he's totally, I think you think so. I think he is. I absolutely think he's. I, don't I think, think he retires. Yeah, exactly. I think he. Retires. I, I don't think they'll can him. Okay, Dude, sorry. I hope, I hope Robert Kraft afraid. has the balls to fire him. It'd be great. They missed the playoffs. He's he's not coming back. Whether that's on his own accord or not, I think that's a conversation yeah. with Kraft. Uh, you can retire, you can resign, or you were I gonna fire you, or we're gonna fucking promote one of your yeah. sons to take your job. Yeah, and I think we got <laughs> just I think to we, keep the name. Yep, and I think we got the answer of uh, was it Brady or was it Belichick that was responsible for all that? <laughs> it looks like Brady. Sounds like Brady. <laughs> My money's on Brady. Yeah, My money. As it's on Cam Newton. Majority of Americas. So, yeah, Hardman would be a pick swap. Judy, Panthers or or Patriots. I, I think you just talked me into the Patriots being in play there too. Some some other guys that are available though that are on expiring deals that could make sense. We'll talk about the running back market here in a second. Um, Curtis Samuel's on an expiring deal. If somebody wanted to add a bit of depth for the long haul, he seems like a type of player the Chiefs would like. Honestly, you think Washington's selling? Oh, right well, now I don't know, and that's. That's, and he's been their most go-to player the last couple of weeks. Too. It might depend on what happens for Washington over the next two weeks, right? Fair, because, fair. Yeah. Yeah. Over the next two Sundays, it might depend on what happens for them because the Bears just put them in a hole. And if they lose the next couple games, then they probably will be. And, you know, they don't have like, hell's been fine, but, you know, you don't have high investments and really anybody there. So true. That's know, true. It depends. Fair point. Uh, Antonio Gibson's another one there that I think could be on the move. If they don't, he could be on the move. Hate him. If, he could be on the move even regardless. Gibson I mean, he's, him. yeah, I don't think Rivera has ever, I mean, he's, he's claimed to like him. But I don't think he's ever really. Well, and then it becomes what's <laughs> the market for running backs though. Among that same grouping of teams, right? I mean, I mean, you got you know Derrick Henry's uses this year suggests he's definitely going to like. You would think he gets moved if Tennessee keeps losing. Yeah, you mentioned Barkley. He's on a one-year deal. And the Giants aren't yeah. going anywhere. He would be probably the hottest commodity of the Steelers Ooh. or somebody that could really want to upgrade in that regard, given how they Josh, play football. Josh Jacobs, right? The, he didn't sign an extension, did he? Or, or was it just no? Jacobs didn't say. sign an extension. He signed a one-year deal, a lot like Barkley did. But the thing with the Raiders is that they've, um, there was a report on them today that says that they're gonna bear down and try to try to push for to make a run at a wild card spot. So what the f- that's so f- they've already <laughs> declared themselves as hey, why not? Okay, this is how bad teams say bad. Perfect. Yeah, love buyers. It. it is. Yeah, but they're, they're false buyers. The Steelers are somebody that I think could be in on a Barkley rental, given you know what they've got had going on at running back. Ravens, of course, are always in running back peril. It seems like I know, you know, I don't know that, it's, yeah, it's rough for either. The one. Raiders are just gambling on themselves. 
And that's that's really they're gonna trade for Judy. Yeah. Yeah. And that's really for for either one of those guys running back wise. And then, you know, I don't know what the the Browns want to do it. I mean, you got into like if you want to look for maybe cheaper options, not just a big running back names, Delvin Cook. Yeah, like, the the Jets don't use them. Brees Del- Hall yeah. looked fucking dominant last week against. I mean, the Broncos, but still. But Delvin Cook looks cooked. Like I don't, I don't see like why teams would really Again, want it. It's do teams are obsessed with Brees with with you well, know previous dominance. Adrian Peterson, when he was cooked. Yeah, was, but why trade for somebody when you can just go sign Leonard Fournette if you're looking for previous dominance? Exactly. Yeah. Why Why hasn't he been signed at this point? Like, if, if it's going to be Fournette, it would have happened at that point. Like, Melvin not, Gordon had multiple chances over not, Fournette at this point. Not late enough in the season. And I'm not just talking about the Ravens. I'm talking about anybody that might be in the market. I know. I'm for, just saying, like, for veteran depth that might still have something left in the tank. That's, that's Fournette. But I mean, Teams might be waiting a little bit to see where it fall ends. I think you think you're going to see a lot of crap unfold over the next two weeks, because the thing with Fournette also is that you can sign him after the trade deadline. That doesn't matter. You can't get a good price on somebody. Maybe Fournette's their backup plan. Let's say that the Steelers do want to make a run at at Saquon to try for a playoff spot, or um, you know. One of these other running back needy teams, James Connor, like, like the Ravens. Yeah, James Connor would be an option. He's hurt right now and on IR, so I don't know how that plays into it because his IR stint will go over the trade deadline. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. I don't even know if you can trade it, a player on IR in the NFL. I have no idea. That's what happens it, when you. It just seems like you guys. It just seems like week six was a week to put everyone on IR. Like, oh, the NFL, like, yeah, I was going to put Justin Jefferson on IR, James Conner. Yeah. If the Vikings were one and four, if the, if the Vikings had a 500 record, I mean, if the Vikings were three and two or better, I don't think they put Jefferson on IR. This is purely, well, this is, uh, it makes no sense to rush him at all. And, and the rumor I read too was that I guess Jeff, they someone had saw Jefferson running. He ran sprint just fine. So that's, that's right. That account is false. All okay. that all that fucking dude is locked. No, he he's been jogging. Sure, like, again, that's what I figured. I'm like, well, why would yeah. they put him on IR if he can sprint? Like that makes no sense to me. So. Yeah, I don't think I think the IR move is because they're one and four, and there's no need to rush him or, or there's no need to rush him back and risk. You know, yeah, because what do you? Yeah, it makes sense. Him? Yeah, so yep. Um. So outside of the running backs, Hollywood Brown's on an expiring deal. You mentioned Connor, but Hollywood and Arizona's on an expiring deal. He's another guy I think that just completely fits the Chiefs mold. I hope he gets traded, but I also kind of yeah. hope he stays because he's looked he's, he's looked become good. more of he, exactly he's been good. Like if I'm the Cardinals, I may try to keep him and convince him that try it's either going to be Kyler Murray and or be the Caleb Williams or Drake May with him there. Like yeah, I. I, and they I could. hope they retain him. And they could. And he's they should retain him. Really, really good. But again, you know, you know the team who you know where he'd like really fit in while at? Chiefs. Baltimore. <laughs> Baltimore. <laughs> yeah. I was gonna no, really. Uh, I, Kansas they're... City for him is a wet dream. Oh yeah. I mean, over the his in three of his five games. Oh no, yeah, three of his five games, he had ten targets for a receiver. 
I don't think the Chiefs are paying up for her. As much as we want to have the wet dream about wide receiver to Kansas City, I think uh I think I don't I don't see it happening. I don't see them just relying on the guys that they have. And whether that's through I don't know if there's any veterans still out there or whether that's through a you know a lower end deal, I don't think they're gonna stand pat at, at wide receiver given that Rashi Rice, Sky Moore, Kadarius Tony, none of them have taken off. You can't just rely on on Travis Kelsey. We say that about every year and it somehow works, but yeah. That, I mean, Juju was better than the production they're getting this year. And then they let him walk because yeah. of Sky Moore, because of the draft investments. They traded for Tony, third round pick. They use a second and more. They use a second this year on Rice. I and, and that's why I think they won't trade. I think they don't want to invest any capital. They may trade for somebody, you know. A couple of day three picks or something. But. DJ Chark on an expiring deal. Oh. Day three pick. It can be the MVS replacement that also go. doesn't play ever. Yeah. Um, Trade for Adam Thielen. There you go. Adam Thielen's another one that. Well, Adam Thielen's on a two. He's on a long distance. He is on yeah. two. He's on. He movement. might might be there for a minute, but you know. Yeah, I'm trying to think of who else is on short-term expiring deals. I mean... What about the guys that are... Like, we talked about it. What about... And I don't think this will be true, but, you know, Higgins, if Cincinnati's not planning to retain him, he's a free agent after this year. And then Michael Pittman. The Colts don't have a a plan, a future to retain Pittman. Pittman, I think, could fetch the Colts some decent draft capital, which they desperately need. And, you know, could absolutely be on the move to somewhere. And again, I think this becomes really our team's going to get what they want, given the lack of wide receiver needy teams in the league. I mean, it's really Kansas City. And I guess maybe you can make an argument for for Pittsburgh being the teams that are in playoff contention. They they really need to do something to solidify the wide receiver position. Maybe the Chiefs trade for Bateman. And he can finally be unlocked. <laughs> there's another one. I mean, there's a lot of. Well, that'd be a cheap uh, one too. That'd be. That's very what cheap I'm saying. Too. I, I don't, would be. I don't think they. I don't think it will. It, but... It'd be late round pick. Well, he's injured. I mean, you're not going to get much for him. It could be like no. a fifth round pick. I say this and knock on wood, it doesn't happen. Somebody's going to tear an ACL this week and completely put themselves <laughs> in this conversation too. Minnesota's training for a receiver. I'm calling it <laughs> just to piss me off. The Chargers, the Chargers, the Chargers, and the Chiefs. Those are the two teams I could see making a run at at wide receiver help. I think the Chargers need somebody that can field stretch a bit. They don't have to be the guy because of Keenan Allen, but I do think they need somebody that can field stretch. Did uh, anything come of they, the Dalton King? Did anything come of Dalton King getting hurt in Buffalo's game? He's concussed. Yeah, Dawson Knox, but I think Dawson Knox has like a hand injury or something like that now. Yeah, because I wouldn't be shocked too if Buffalo does also do like what the Chiefs do, right? Make more of a quiet move, quiet move, quiet deep move. And, and yeah, I could that see won't that. really move the needle, but like yeah, it's uh, I guess we'll see because we because the the deadline's in two weeks, three weeks, mm-hmm. two weeks. Is DPJ? He was at 2021. Okay, so he's still got two years left. He's so he yeah, this is his third year. So next year will be his final year. Because that's another one that's intriguing to me that's kind of gotten buried that proved that he can be reliable. 
He just needs to leave Cleveland. He, he needs to get out of there, yeah. He, he needs to be like Nico and be unlocked in a team that wants to use him properly. Yep. I agree. Um, the other side here is quarterback, right? Teams that want to insulate or do something with it, and you've got some premium tier backups out there. I listed Taylor Heineke and Andy Dalton, um, but, you know, and I'm really talking about the Jets when I talk quarterback. Like, if they want to do something affordable, if Zach Wilson regresses or doesn't continue to progress, if they want to bring somebody else in, you know, they're the one team I think that's really in in quarterback land right now. That's and that's literally not because of the record. That's because they went all all in on the season, and I don't think they want to sacrifice that. Very like I I I am still shocked they did nothing to address it after week one, like. For a team that, like you mentioned, it's like made it very clear that they wanted to contend. Yes, with Rodgers, but they wanted to contend, right? And they've 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 made <clears throat> no news. They made no waves, and I don't know what they're gonna do. I, I like maybe they're gonna give maybe Solid knows they're gonna give him a pass because Rodgers is likely done for the year. But they're talking about him coming back at the end of the season, but. If that was the case, that that makes more sense to why you would want to leave, or why you would want to bring you somebody want to get in, somebody right? Because you know Wilson, Wilson because you got to, yeah, you will. You if Rogers thinks he can be back by the end of the year, you need to make sure you're in playoff contention or at least close. And I don't know that yeah. Zach Wilson gets you there. It's not. He's definitely not a for sure. A for sure get you there. What we do no. know is, is that the Kirk Cousins. Pipe dream is not going to happen. People need to realize that. And yeah, like I, they can't afford I, I never, it. Well, I've never seen it too either because like he had his no trade clause. And it's like, why would no he want to leave anyway? Can be waived. He can be, he, he can waive it. And I, and I think he will because he, he's a business person. Like he understands that this is a business, like a business. I think it's more so he doesn't want to leave because he doesn't want to pull his kids out. And I think he absolutely loves Minnesota. And in what world, like I, I've been thinking about this. Someone of cousin stature as a quarterback. Have you ever seen a quarterback be moved of his stature in midseason? Ever? Danhill is the only one that comes to mind that was moved midseason that's had any success. Or who? Or Ryan Tannehill. Tannehill, and, and he's the only one that's had any. And he wasn't on cousin's level. That was already a starter that's been moved midseason that's had success that I can think of as Ryan Tannehill. I was just thinking about that. And, and that was Will, after Wilson maybe week one. Yeah, I got picked. No, it was a deadline deal. That was, a certain. was it a deadline deal? Yeah, it was. Okay, um, he got moved at a deadline deal, but that, you know, it's really it. And he was league average, right? He was slightly better than league average. And they went to Tennessee and put on a clinic. But Tannehill is the only one that comes to mind. I can't recall anybody else in recent memory that was a midseason trade at quarterback that made a difference and i would imagine that's because there's so many nuances to the offense that the quarterback has to be ingrained in that unless you already have familiarity why or you can take a couple weeks to get somebody up to speed i mean like what we could see is what the rams did with baker right you just when they signed baker after he got cut is you dumb down the playbook you call plays that like you're not going to get you know super aggressive with 
it's all about maybe bye weeks. Like Atlanta still comes to mind because of of ties from his wife's standpoint. They may want to make a move from that decision. Oh, over cousins. Yeah, I, I just like Cousins was and has been a very good quarterback the last three years. Tannehill was on the downslope and injured, but you're right; he's the only quarterback of note that could be that could even come close to fitting those guidelines. Mm-hmm. And I, I just don't see it happening. No, and, I don't, I don't no. either. And remember, the Rams ending up with Baker was out of necessity after Stafford went down and Wolford got his bell rung. Yeah, but they needed somebody. They had to have somebody. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, Baker Mayfield. How did I forget that one? Revived his career. I, I thought he was cut. Did he get traded? I no, he, he, was was, cut. He, he was. I think he was cut. He was wavered. The he Rams was, picked him up through waivers. They did. So but, the Rams, but the Rams did that because Stafford. Yeah. 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 Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Wrong. yeah. Yeah. It was. Yeah. That's what I meant. The Rams. Well, yeah, that and that's why I brought necessity. that up. Yeah. yeah, and that's why I brought it up to where if let's say Cousins in a world does get traded, I think you can say that it he could play the week he gets moved. Probably wouldn't unless it's a bye week, which would be the most sense. But if he does, I think you just probably dumb the playbook down, and then ease him in as he learns it, or you just ease college, him more the place. College two quarterback thing. I mean, he goes to Atlanta. Yeah, I mean, maybe. I mean, he goes to Atlanta. They're just handing the football off anyway, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say Menchu before Nayrich got hurt. I think I would have had a lot of fun to see him go to New York. It would have been because I think he's a guy that can actually handle the line. I was talking with a bartender the other day about how New York just ruins athletes. Dude, it's it's such a it's 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 a ridiculously difficult market to. I mean, I'm shocked Eli Manning was able to survive as long as he did there. Like, yeah, it's, it's a Zach Wilson should have never. It, it was obvious Zach Wilson from fucking you know play for BYU, Mormon College. Like, <laughs> they do look too pretty to play in New York. Too exactly the point that she was making was that <laughs> Zach Wilson, uh, you know, won West Coast versus East Coast style football. Right, that's still a thing. But yeah, just yeah. didn't fit the New York mold, and they got eaten alive. And there's a lot of people that that do get eaten alive. I mean, look at the people the Yankees bring in that just get swallowed by the expectations. It's not. I mean, it's it's a whole different. Like any of those major markets, well, you know, New York and like Philly. But Chicago is like, a major market, right? And uh, I feel like those expectations don't follow there because they just suck. It's always. Midwest, baby. It's just the it's Midwest. Midwest. People are too Midwest. friendly. But yeah. West Coast are too stoned to care about it. That's what I'm saying. Like New York <laughs> is a different beast than Chicago and Los Angeles, and those are arguably the three biggest markets in America. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh don't forget about Detroit. Detroit. I mean Detroit. Detroit. That was a good one. That was a good one. Wilson's been picked twice and has fifty six total yards. I'm not liking that. I, I can't wait off. for it. I, I would have better off playing Mac Jones. They they another uh, candidate for worst trade ever. Tyler, oh yeah, that yeah. Like oh. I was so pumped about that whole trade when Wilson went there. But man, all just were. teams to be untouchable. Oh, yeah. And it's just yeah. like Jesus Christ, what it's happened? uh, it's and, and, worse. And, it's worse than Watson. That that dude's confidence got completely shattered. But it's not only that trade either. It's also uh the trade for uh shit. The hell's the coach's name? Sean Payton. Sean Payton. Yeah. The trade for Sean Payton. That was so bad. That one's so dope. So it's like back-to-back years of like horrible trades right now. saw that not working out. 
everyone? I didn't say we're gonna everyone. Nobody's all working out. All right. That was a joke. John Elway? Beer review. People that own Walmart, Mahomes calling his own blocks and McKinnon up to grab a guy. Love it. Uh, Dan. Again, I am drinking. Uh, should I just have the name? I think it's BTK. I think I read it wrong. Um, yeah, or uh, BKS. Sorry, uh, BKS Italians are Titian Ale out of uh, Brookside, Missouri. Just one of the sub uh I guess suburbs of case of Kansas City here again this is a European style Pilsner um floral little malty not too much obviously very clean and dry as what a Pilsner is very crisp um very well done I am uh, excited to give this brewery more and more of uh taste as I do more work trips down here sounds delicious and I was jealous when you told me what you had all right, I'm drinking uh, Stubborn German's Chocolate Vanilla Bourbon Stout. Um, this is uh, from their Barrel Age program, part of their Black Beer Friday releases from last year. Um, I know they do get beers. So first off, one thing I like about this is that the barrel doesn't murder the base stout. The base stout does a really, really good job with dark chocolate, some nice roasty notes, and just supporting what's there. You do get the barrel character. Um, it's a little bit warming, but it's not not overpowering by any means. Um, the chocolate that's added to this, the cocoa nibs, because I'm assuming that's what it uses, um, do a really, really good job of helping to support some of that heat, and the body helps really support the alcohol. So it's lightly warming. You do get the barrel character, um, but what you don't get is any burn or any harshness from it. Vanilla just kind of leaves a nice, subtle, like sweet note on the back end, hangs out on your lips for a little bit. Definitely drinks. Um, at proof. I don't know what proof this is actually, but or proof ABV. This <laughs> is this is actually it's probably in the twelve to fourteen range, but um, in any event, very very well done. Um, not that I would expect anything different, but very very well done. Uh, not a lot else to say. I could put this next to a Bourbon County, and I think I'd prefer this. I'm not shocked. Sounds very good, actually. That's Bourbon really County just doesn't hit the same as it used to. Yeah. Oh, mouthfeel on this one, too, by the way. It's not overly syrupy or chewy, but it's definitely not thin. If it were thin, fusels would jump out a lot more. It's just kind of nice, like, in between. It's very, very full without getting into, like, that chewy drink, that chewy, like, I'm drinking syrup type of consistency. All right. And I am drinking draft tables. Resolute Indian Pale Ale comes in at seven and a half, seven point seven percent, which is quite high. Thinking of, of an IPA like this, because in all honesty, it's very smooth. I'm already on my second one since we've been going tonight, and the bitterness scale is very low. There's no bitterness. The hop scale isn't. It's good. It's got a nice flavor to it. You get the so what it says on here. It says a Resolute IPA is our flagship Indian Pale Ale. And is named after our founder and head brewer, Res. It's brewed with a melody of Pacific Northwest hops, exhibiting 
assertive citrus and pine aroma and flavor making it a favorite for any hop head. And I do taste the hops in it and the hops in it are definitely after like you drink it, you take a sip of it, let it sit for a second. You kind of get that dry taste in your mouth. Does that kind of make sense at all? Hop like if you with a hoppy beer. Yeah, no, it, it does. You get a, a bittering note out of it, which is a perception of drying. But yeah, like this bitter note, they like the bitterness scale, it says like one. Like I don't have any bitter to it, but I can feel like like the dryness in the back of my mouth where I like want to lick the roof of my mouth or yeah. take another sip of it, which is definitely probably what I think they try to do with this beer because it's definitely it's exactly why people do dry beers. It's definitely a perfect beer for that because it's like I just want to take another sip of it and it's good. Good stuff. Good stuff. And you don't see, you hold that up to the camera. That's definitely a West Coast. You don't see those that often anymore. Oh, of the amber? Yeah. Like that. This is something. How, this how is, is that? And this is like right right up the road from me. It's about 20 minutes away from me where this brewing, brewing company is at. Yeah. West Coast style IPA, though. That dark body with the, the piney. Yeah. Hop aroma and hops in it and everything. But yep. yeah. Cool. Thick head on it. Yeah. You know, everybody went to Hazy's. So it's kind of cool to see a, uh, uh, a microbrewery doing doing West Coast. All right. Well, thank you to our uh, beer contributors for allowing us to pay for your beer. Yeah, <laughs> actually, I lied. I didn't pay for this beer. It was part of a gift exchange. They're <laughs> not gift exchange, but well, a, you uh, paid for a beer that elephant. was used. To I be paid traded. for a beer that was used to be traded for a four pack yes. of stubborn German barrel aged beers. Because, and the reason it happened is because Chris put them in a happy birthday gift sack, and it was a Christmas party, and I like the happy birthday sack, and then I pulled them and knew exactly who they were from. Because it's the proprietor of the stubborn German. All right, um, preview real quick. Um, I don't really have anything to highlight for this week, honestly. Uh, I wanted to talk trade deadline, just felt kind of meh to try to force this, so we're not forcing things. Bye weeks are Green Bay and Pittsburgh. Um, my streamer this week is Logan Thomas, he's gonna be good, be up against Atlanta. Had a good game against the Bears. Atlanta's allowed double digit tight end points in PPR for four out of the five weeks this season. Um, he should be floating around out there for, for free in a good amount of places. So that's my streamer of the week is Logan Thomas. You guys got any How about Daniel? this week? That was going to be mine. Was it? Ooh. It's all right, though. We'll go back to the well. We're going to go KJ Asper, guys. <laughs> there you go. Uh, should be a decently scoring game against Chicago. Uh, good pace to play. Both defenses uh, struggle to stop offenses. While both offenses can easily shoot themselves in the foot by giving them the other opposing team good field position. So I think there's a lot of routes to be run, a lot of snaps to be shared. And Osborne uh fully gonna have a couple of drops and laughable moments, but he will find the end zone to spite me. So Osborne start him this week. Deeper cut, Brandon Powell again, six targets, four catches against the Chiefs. Uh could be used more in a larger role for your deeper cut. Uh, I'm still looking. I wasn't paying attention. I was trying to hurry up and try and find someone to help someone to keep talking longer. It's all right. We've only been doing the same thing for I know. six weeks I, now. I, I really suck at this kind of crap. Not going to lie. Okay. Not going to hide it. 
I mean, we don't hide our kids. So, yeah, I'm good. just going to keep trying to, like, you know, keep talking and make it sound like I actually care. You'll find somebody eventually. Well, yeah, exactly. Your mind. Hide anything. Just take Baker Mayfield against the Lions or Josh Dobbs against the Rams. Hey, All right. Boom. Actually, boom. I will do Baker Mayfield against the Lions because I did have him as one of my waiver pickups like two weeks ago. So that's an easy one. The Lions have been solid defense, but as of late, they've been falling apart. As you can see, they've been hit with the injury bug. Baker Mayfield has been over 20 fancy points in three of his last four games. And I can see it happening again for making it four out of five now. So definitely fire him up. You actually need a quarterback this week. Love it. All right. That was too easy. Thanks, Hopper. Like as soon as you said the name, I knew exactly what to say. All right, That's now what we're here for. We're a team. We're here to help. All right now. <laughs> all right now. All, all right, right, all right, all right. All right. I'm now. buying one. I'm buying one of their shirts. I've been looking. <laughs> the new head shirts. I'm too. I'm fucking obsessed, dude. I am too. Tra- I am. Travis can't do nothing wrong, and I love Jason Kelsey for like he went like his whole tangent on their show this week was going off of why he blew up on the sideline. And then how much he hates. Oh my God, what was it? He, um, like, yeah, just how pissed off he is that his offense can't score in the red zone. Just love it. It's amazing. I I'm love the plug uh, up cast that just doesn't need it. I love the, uh, <laughs> there is an all right now. Nah all right now. All right now. Nah. Ooh. <laughs> there is an all right now nah shirt. Uh, amazing. Get New news. New news, and then uh, God, them explaining news. stuff. Oh yeah, them explaining combo. That's what is in, bro. I didn't know if that was a lie. Like he he asked, like it was a simple question of what is they it? Got into what it. is zone man? And then it, like he went into literally every zone coverage and sub zone coverage. <laughs> oh yeah, what's what's cover six though? It was like oh, it favorite. was like cover two four. Two plus uh, cover, four. cover yeah. It's like two on this side of the field and four on this side of the field. And I'm just kind of it was like, uh, it, it was like there, there, it, it was like quarter quarter pie. I was like Jesus Christ. It's like, such a great watch. podcast. To quarter to. quarter half. Oh, I've learned I've learned so much. I have too. I also learned that they're called the ninety two percenters because that's how often the tush push works. Yep, that's all. That's their percentage on mm. tush push. the brotherly push. I yeah. also looked it up. I'm like, why are they call it like is it a, like a Cleveland Heights thing? Nope. Nope. 92% of the time it works every time. <laughs> and they actually have it on the back where it has the uh the it's, actual play drawn out on it for the dish boot. It's incredible. Best it is new incredible. podcasts ever. Yeah, I, I'm I am enjoying the hell out of it. Oh, I like it's, how there's it's only one on here that has Chiefs colors, so everything else is Eagles colors. That's fair. Except for the one yeah, that's randomly the hoodie that's randomly dolphins colors for some reason. Right? It's They're a dope jag, color though. I like it. Jags colors. I like it too. I think I would probably do the all right now. All right now. All right now. All right, all right, right, right. Oh no, the ninety two percenters also comes in red. And the new ooh, that new heights hoodie in uh gray and and Eagles Green looks pretty nice too. I don't know. I gotta listen to the rest of that episode because I listened to the first half of it when I had to go up my CO2 earlier this week. Yeah, I got like 30 minutes left to go on it. I finished it today. And I'll probably finish it after we're done with this. 
actually. I'll, I'll finish buying, the problem when I drive in. Buying fermenters, Dan. Are you? Yeah, buying nicer fermenters. Going stainless. Nice. Got Very three nice. Options, just not sure what I want. So. I mean, I'm uh, pouring at White Rooster down in Sparta on the 21st. Even, even more fun. Doing a uh, pretzel beer with mustard seed and a amber on a finished porter. So, yeah. I'm sure the listeners care. Thank you guys for tuning in. We've been this <laughs> while we were looking through the new Heights merch. I'm getting the 92% of every time. 92% of the time it works every time? Yeah. 72 bucks though for a hoodie. That's ridiculous. That is a lot, but I like the idea that they're going to start swearing and going on a scholarship fund. But yeah, that's pretty high. It's $36 for a t-shirt. Yeah. They made a really good material. Uh, well, they did say they're super comfy, but I'm assuming there's a pretty decent guy going into that deal. Just maybe. Yeah. I bet Just if maybe. you wait, that'll come down. But I bet they're trying to capitalize on their own popularity right now, too. Because you should... think? Yeah, I would. Are you kidding okay. me? You know how much merch we'd have if we had any listeners? I'm just kidding. We tried t-shirts <laughs> once. Could you, you know imagine if we would have if we would yeah, have this at soup. the NFL if we had this at the NFL draft, how more like important we would have looked? We would have actually got media passes. Just kidding. We, we could have probably. I mean we could have tried. If we tried hard enough, we could have done a lot of things. But if I'd known about drop shipping <laughs> when we had listeners, that would have been cool. Yeah. Unfortunately, I learned about all nothing lined up, right? I moved down here and started doing the Bourbon Society stuff and learned about e-commerce and dropshipping and doing all that after we actually had a following. They had lost it. So, you know. You know. Just saying, we were there once. Once. One time. One there, time. there was about two years where it was going really well. And then we decided it was too much work. <laughs> the, the true American uh, way. Thank you for tuning in. Catch you all next time. <laughs> See ya. See ya. All right now. All right now. All right now. All right now. All right, all right, all right now. All right now.